Hello, and welcome to Parking Thought, the show where we highlight the good in the world from the extraordinary to the everyday. You're going to want to like and subscribe wherever you find us. Curiosity, meet gratitude. My name is Jacob, and I'm glad you're here today. We're starting off the new year. Yes, at least for the culture that I'm a part of, we're starting off a new year. And a lot of times people use that opportunity from the calendar resetting to start new things. And new things can be scary. So in today, we're going to talk about the hashtag, it's okay to be new. And this hashtag came and was introduced to me about a year ago by the queen of the it's okay to be new hashtag, and that is Elle Marquez. Now, Elle is a wonderful individual who I haven't met in person yet, but that's okay. And I'll explain why that's okay in just a minute. I want to start off by talking about what it's like to do something new. You're probably going to fail. Take a breath. Realize that whatever you've decided to try to do, you're probably going to fail. Now, if I were to draw a line, I used to do this when I would teach um, youth, right? Is I would, I would draw a line on the board and I would say on one side you have perfection and on the other side you had failure. And whenever I would teach the youth this, there would always be somebody who would play a sport, basketball or otherwise. And I'd look at them and I'd say, okay, you recently won your basketball game. Was it a perfect game? And he would say, no. Right? And so we draw out about how close to perfection the team was from that particular game. And it would not be that close to perfection. There would be lots of opportunities to improve. And I called this the fail scale. We have this idea with the word fail that somehow it's permanent. Fail is not a permanent condition. Fail is a painful learning opportunity. Failure is a part of life. Failure is is what has gotten you to where you are. You did not get here by your string of successes. You got here by learning your from your failures, right? So I would use this fail scale to show them that no matter what you do, you're not going to be perfect. And not being perfect isn't the goal, okay? Or not being perfect is okay. It's okay to not be perfect. It's okay to try something new. It's okay to learn from failure. So I want you to walk in to your 2020 resolutions with the idea that you're going to fail, but that one of your resolutions should be to learn quickly, learn more quickly from your failures than you did last year. Now let's talk about help. Again, haven't met this wonderful lady in person. I do know that I will share her Twitter handle out there. Why? Because she's so extraordinarily positive and real. Elle is one of those people that you meet online that is still probably the same person online as they are in person. And I can't look, I'm looking forward to meeting her hopefully this spring. She's wonderful. And what she's campaigned for is doing hard things and learning from them and making that a part of the journey and celebrating the learning opportunities. And I want to bring that into this podcast. I want to remind us that though I may be sharing things that I've spent some time thinking about and I can bring forward as lessons to the podcast audience, that doesn't mean I am in any way perfect. I didn't discover these things simply by thought. I came across them because something was hard and I learned a lesson that I want to share. Part of the audience is you, right? But part of the other audience for this is I know that my children who are teenagers right now can benefit from the opportunity to leverage my experiences as they go forward. Now, they don't care a lick spit of whatever to be able to listen to this podcast right now, and that's perfectly fine. They will in the future. So when they come across things that are hard, I do share with them now that it's okay that the first time you do something, you don't get it right. 
I've got a 12 year old son who's taking apart computers um, this weekend because it's the holidays and he feels like doing it and he's excited for learning about it and he might break something. Thankfully, his computer is not terribly expensive. We could replace it for a hundred bucks or so if we wanted to, but he still has the opportunity to learn from the experience. And to be honest, this isn't the first time he's taken apart computers. I have given him every old computer machine that we've had over the years, just so he could pull things apart and explore them and take off a processor, right? And be able to see what's underneath that and break things and take apart hard drives. So he knows how sensitive some of the parts are. And you know, maybe that's a good experiment for us as we go forward is look at the time when you're starting something that's brand new, that's really foreign, as the time when you need to be in a controlled environment because you are likely to break things. You are likely to say the wrong thing. If your goal was, you know, regarding being better in social settings, you're probably gonna say the wrong thing a few times. You're probably gonna get those social settings wrong. Social settings are both tiring for me to navigate and they're very difficult sometimes for me to navigate. I don't have the ability to process some of human behavior in the way that I want to and understand it. Now that's made it hard. I want to get better at that in 2020. And as I'm working to get better at it, I'm probably going to fail. Now it's okay to be new for L used to simply just mean that you were going to try something new, but then L took it to the next level. And this is why I want to give her credit for this insight. You should be experiencing something new. If you're an expert in your craft, in your field, you should still be finding something you could be new at. Be new at something, and it's okay to be new at something. We are designed, we're programmed to continuously learn, to take steps forward. I used to tell people that your feet are pointed forward and that's the direction you should go in life. And it makes sense, your feet are pointed forward and that's the direction you should go in life. So what am I new about right now? Well, this episode of this podcast is recorded with an entirely new microphone setup. I'm going to have to retool some of the things on the back end to be able to get this out to the same quality level and same consistency level that I've been doing in previous episodes. I am scared by that challenge and hopeful that I can do a good enough job to continue to attract good listeners to this podcast. I want to be excellent at it. This may be the worst episode I do with this microphone, but I promise you I'm designed to continually learn and I'm going to keep getting better. So we talk about curiosity, gratitude. We're talking about the hashtag, it's okay to be new. We'll probably title this episode that. And I know that when I do that, I'm gonna tag Elle when I post this on Twitter and she might take a listen. And Elle, I wanna be able to tell you, thank you. Thank you for the example that you set. It takes courage to get in front of people and admit that you don't know everything and that you are still learning. And I have really appreciated the motivation that you've had to be better and to improve yourself and that you share that online. It helps to pick me up. It makes it um, makes me want to discover the failures in my life and have the right attitude about improving them. And I know full well that you are not a superhuman being and I'm not gonna put you in that category where you always get it right every time and you never get frustrated and you always see your failures as learning opportunities. I totally get that that is not who you are. You probably get just as frustrated with them as the rest of us do and you take just as long to learn the insights. Some insights I gain after years of failing at things and some I gain more quickly. Thank you for that example. 
And I have, I've told people repeatedly and over and over again, my Twitter feed is full of amazing people. I don't know why people have a bad experience on Twitter. Elle is one of those people that helps make it amazing. So if she listens to this episode, and if you guys ever get a chance to meet her, um, you'll recognize her in a crowd by the way she colors her hair. At least that's what I'm told. And she's a wonderful person that's making a difference in how she's living her life and sharing parts of it that can help others improve. And if that's a part of what you want to do in 2020 is to make a difference, that was a great example to, to have seen and to learn from. And I hope I can be an example as well. Let's see how this microphone turns out. Well, let's wrap up this episode. Again, we'd like to have a curiosity spotlight. So if curiosity has led you down a path that you'd like to share, feel free to reach out to us on Twitter. You can reach out to us at Parking Thought, right? Feel free to reach out to us there. Go ahead and you can use the hashtag curiosity spotlight as well. And I'd love to bring in a curiosity spotlight. All you have to do is respond to the question, how has curiosity impacted your personal or professional life? And we'll go ahead and highlight that here on the episode. So continuing our wrap up, this is the part where I tell you that the best way to say thank you for this episode is to share it with someone you know. I'll let you decide who that is, and I'll bet you know someone who'd love to be a part of the conversation. If you're joining us just for this episode, we're glad you can make it. And if you want to stick around for the long haul, then remember this podcast can be delivered to your favorite device by using the subscribe links you can find in the show notes below or over at parkingthought.com. We're also on the YouTube, the Spotify, Apple Podcast, and lbry.tv. And remember, as we say in every episode, remember in a world where you can literally choose to be anything, why not choose to be grateful?